Okay, so today I haven't figured out much since the vision that I had earlier. But I do feel like it almost felt like slowly but surely. It's being revealed to me that like this was not even a really big thing. Like this was just about dudes fighting over me. And that's what I was going through everything for. Because dudes was fighting over me and girls was jealous about it. And I remember my mother said, oh, don't worry, it'll die down. You just knew. And I'm like, it's two years later. How long do it take for you to die down, for you not to be new anymore? You know, I know back in high school days, it took like two months probably. But now it's like, I'm, you still new after two years? But that's not always true because like when you go to school, somebody from elementary all the way up to high school, they still new for like a few years. They knew forever after that. If they don't if they didn't go to elementary or middle school, they they started high school, they probably just knew. Forever. Well not forever, but at least for about I don't know. I don't even know. I just know it's different. So now, you know, moving here to this new state, I realize it is a lot like high school. It's a lot like high school in my age bracket. And period, because, you know, I'm sort of new here. Like, I remember in 2020, they had said something. Like, I'm like, what's going on? Like, wow. When nobody not explained to me what's happening, what's going on? And they was like, you ain't grew up here. And I'm like, trying to put stuff together. Like, so if you grew up here, you automatically can read minds. And that's just normal. But like, I don't know because I'm like, that that still don't seem right because so many other details that just don't add up. Like, the prophecy being fulfilled and them anticipating my arrival, all kind of stuff. So maybe it's more like an industry thing. Like if you don't grow up in the industry, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if I believe that more because the issue with that is it's everybody. It's everybody. And I think it's a God thing. I kind of know it's a God thing. But the whole time I kept going through all this abuse, I kept saying, like, every single time they wanted me to finish the sentence, they'd be like, no, because it's her, and I'll be like, her mouth. Because the reason why I feel like every single, everybody always, like, getting so angry at me and cursing me out and jumping me is because of my mouth, because I talk, because I say how I feel. And I'm just like being for, I'm being, 
I just say whatever to these people because I be feeling like they be saying whatever to me. And I don't know, like, it's spiritual to me. Like, what you got to turn me down for? Why Why you get to say whatever to me and I don't get to do nothing? Why I don't have no power? Like, why, why I feel like everybody around me is able to move freely, but I'm just, like, stuck or something? That's weird to me. I don't know what that is or what that means or why that's like that. And it's like, because I'm new. What? It's new people that come in Houston every single day. I don't know if they this be happening to them. So it don't make sense. It don't add up. But it is a few things that happen. Like, I remember in 2020, I was out doing hair. And every single time I would go out and do anything, I always get tortured, like, horribly. Anywhere, any anytime, all day anyways. But when I was out, it's like people was, I was learning more because like I'm learning that people, the people I'm around is the people who torture my mind too. So I'm just doing my best to try and fight through it all. And I'm doing somebody's hair. And then all I know is I saw YNW Melly and NBA Young Boy. And it was like cracking jokes and laughing. And I'm like, what is they laughing for? And mind you, wind up Melly is in jail, but like he was there. I'm like, what is what's so funny? And I think they said something like, he. I forgot what the joke was, but I remember, like it was some pretend to like I feel like. Him liking me or something. And. That's when he was like. You know, they keep trying to keep you from me. You can't keep a damn thing from me. And then all I know is I heard God, like the the sky thundered down. Like, she don't belong to you or, like, you can't keep nothing. Like, I, I can do what I want or something like that. God was just like, hey, I don't know what the words he said, but I think God was just like, keep something from who? Like, I'm not God. Like, like stop playing with me type. And when I heard that, I was like, that was God. That was God. And I was like, that's crazy because everybody heard that. And I was like, see, I knew I wasn't crazy. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, because... I'm sitting up here thinking that he big as it get or something. I knew better, obviously. I wouldn't got to that point where it's, it's like everybody fighting me so hard if I didn't already know that. But it's like, I don't know, like. I remember crying, asking people to help me. And they was like, we can't fight him. We don't got no money. And I was so sad, sorry about that because I'm like. That's not even fair. They want to help. Like, my people want to help me. But they don't feel like they can because they ain't got no money. And this is what he using his money for. He irresponsible and he wicked. And, you know, I noticed that in that moment, like, God was using me as a vessel to prove that you don't have to have no money to do his will. 
and people with money don't get to just bully people without it. Like, I thought that's so weak. Like, you know, that's so cliche for you to get money and then feel like, oh, now that I got money, I can use my money to step on poor people because they don't got nothing. I always wanted to do this. And it's like, if you don't get money and decide to be the difference because of what you had to go through and you ain't had none, you get money, you decide to be the very person that made you like that. I don't know. I think that's sad. You're going to do what they did to you, to somebody else. You're going to keep repeating that cycle. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like that's a sad mindset to have. I feel like that's how you want to do things. But it's a lot of people that operate like that. I just hate to see that happening on such a major level like that. Because not that it's super major. I mean, you're not major just because you got money. I mean, if you don't change who you are and better yourself, nothing about you is major. Not your pockets, nothing. I don't care how much money you got. You still just the same person. You just got, you know, a piece of paper, a few pieces of paper. And there's a lot of people who gonna go stupid and go crazy and go dumb about that. But when it come down to it, you know, you gonna have to be faced in a mirror with who you dealing with every single day. That money not gonna change that. It might change you for the worse, making you feel like you're better than people. But when it comes down to it, like God said, these people are rich and think that they have need of nothing. But really, they are blind and poor and wretched and naked. Meaning, you think because you got all the money that you don't need nothing and you're better than everybody else, but don't even know that you are worse off than the poor. you worse than everybody else. You have less than them. And you thought the money changed that. And I mean, vain people are going to see it that way. And that's that's how you know Satan is involved. But real people know. At the end of the day, that money don't change nothing. It really don't change nothing. Well, it's going to change a lot, actually. Because how this world set up. But when it come down to all the different things that you was able to accomplish with the money when it's all said and done, because that's going to bore quick and that's going to you're going to get over that soon. That's not going to I never met somebody ever in my life who was entertained by money from start to finish. They never they never found or wanted anything more. And I, anytime I ever hear about people existing like that, I'd be like, huh? You sure you lying to yourself? Because what the truth is, the truth is that money get boring. Now you want to see if you can buy happiness or buy love or buy real. And you find out you can't. And so now you got to start over anyways. Or you got to figure out how to fill that void in your heart and in your soul without money. Because money ain't going to never be able to do it. And... I think that's the saddest part about chasing at the money when you ain't never had it. You think that somehow it's going to change something. You so sure that it will. And it never do. And God always told me that. But I used to always say, but God, is you sure? Because in the situation I'm in right now, I feel like I'm empty anyways. And a lot of my issues are problems. I feel like only money can change or help. God is like, it will not change or help you. I promise. I promise you, go that route. I'm I'm advising you not to. You should listen to me. But if you go that route, what you're going to find is that you cannot fill that void in your heart 
with money. You can't buy happiness. You can't buy love. You can't buy the real things in life with money. So you might as well believe me. Be obedient. Trust me when I tell you. And I trust the guy. Even though I still yearn for money. Because it's like, why wouldn't you want to be able to feed your family and take care of your mother, your brother, your sisters, and never have to stress about financial issues? You think that at least if the financial issues is out the way, then then, then we can focus on handling or doing whatever is needed inside of our souls. We'd be a lot better off that way. But the fact of the matter is our hard times and our struggles obviously taught us lessons that money can never teach you. And there is going to be lessons that struggle, that, that money can teach you, that struggle never will. You'll understand until you get to that point. But regardless, you know, money just really starts seeming like, I, I don't even want to lie. I don't even want to lie because it, it, it was always evident to me, but it didn't really become as much as evident as it has lately. It was never as evident as it has been in the last few years. In the last few years, I realized, so you right around here with me, and spiritually, if it's on a spiritual level, you right around here with everybody else. You ain't no better. People going to treat you better, but that don't make you better. And you can't avoid that. And when it come down to that, that money can't even save you. And so it's a blessing that I saw that from my perspective because I still got the opportunity to do things the right way and learn from your mistakes. I don't know if you want me to, but if you do, I guess you is doing something good for the people. You showing them that you don't have to go this route or you should go the other route if you believe or care about that kind of stuff. If you're not vain, you know, learn from me. So that you don't have to learn the hard way like I did. That's doing something great for the community. But I didn't get that vibe. I got the... I don't want. I don't ever want to find nobody. Or... Meet nobody. Not openly. I don't want nobody to know I do. I want to meet nobody that... See past this bunny. And this show I'm putting on. And it's appearance that I'm putting on. And I feel like people always try to make it seem like that's corny. But when it comes down to it, the only reason you make it seem like it's corny because it's a hard issue for you to touch on. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. But I'm just so grateful for God because look at how young I am. Look at how young I am. I'm 24 years old. And he's revealing this stuff to me now. I could have learned this when I was 80. Imagine it taking that long to figure this this kind of stuff out. And you don't got much time left to actually spend time on what matters the most. This a blessing. And not in disguise. It's too obvious. It's not even disguise. the biggest blessing ever. But I already knew that. Or did I? Because, like, I know, I wonder if I'm still trying to figure that out still. But all I know is people do act crazy about it, though. 
they act crazy about it. And if you you already be knowing that stuff though, but it just be so different. It be so different when you have to actually go through it on another level, like the level I'm going through it now. Like, you know, selling your soul for money. What? But realizing like. It don't always happen on a big level. Like, you sell your soul and get a million dollars. Like, you realize, like, a lot of times, it's the people around you. They been sold they sell for money when they just they just do different stuff. But to be quite literal, people will put witchcraft on you about money issues. Or put witchcraft on money and have to go ahead and sacrifice somebody or do something like that. You know? And that's still selling your soul for money. And I used to be so naive thinking everybody who sell themselves for money get a million million dollars plus. No, people selling they sold for five dollars out here. Ten, five cents. For real, for nothing. So yeah, I respect nothing more though. But still at the same time, you know, when you realize it on that level though, and this is something I dealt with today. When you realize it on this level, that you want to condemn people who got a lot of money, a lot of following, or just a a, a big or high social status, you want to condemn them more thinking that they're going to hell faster or hotter. But in reality, we all going to hell because we just are wrong. And so when you see it on this level, what you do realize is that, you know, they st- if the money don't change nothing, then it don't change where you land in hell. For real, for real. Your sins are equal compared to poor people. And sometimes poor people are worse. A lot of times poor people are worse. I'm not going to lie. A lot of times. But a lot of times rich people are worse too. It really, like, you find out y'all going to the same hell is what I'm saying. Rich or poor. Same hell is what I'm saying. But... The debate today that I feel like came across my heart was like, I'm starting to change my view a little bit on how I feel about that. Like, I'm starting to feel like, but it's different now. Before, I used to judge her so harshly. You sold yourself for money. You selling out for money. You influencing different people. You dragging all these different souls down to hell because of the route that you went. You, you, you being used by Satan. And I was really feeling like, they just spawns a Satan sent here to enforce the satanic agenda on mass levels. And that's still very true. But it's just kind of it's it's kind of more clear to me. Cause is that it's true and that's still happening. But something that you also realize is that we as poor people or just the everyday average general public could be working on a bigger level of doing that, even being poor, or at the same level. And I was being told, like, no, you got to stop letting them influence you in that way and stop changing your mind because that's not true. That's not true. It is as bad as you think. They are worse. They are worse. They are more satanic and they are being used by Satan and they sold, they sold directly to Satan. That's who they report to, etc. But from what I've seen, 
everybody, almost every, not everybody in my family, that would be a lot. But all these people in my family, they bowed down and say, and I saw a vision of it. They ain't got no money. They might be trying to get some, but they don't got no money. They bowed down and say years ago over some petty stuff. So I, I'm starting to see it differently, black and white too. Because it's the black people and it's the white people too. They all bowing down to Satan. And it's oftentimes it don't even, it don't even, it's not even about race because white or black, if you a God, you a God. White or black, if you a Satan, you a Satan. And so black and white gonna be coming against you together, working together to tear you down when you a God. Black and white gonna be working together to fight all of that when you a Satan. You know? So. It's just like I was debating, like you know. I just see it differently now, and I don't, I don't think nobody can change it. That that might be. That might be my new perspective. Like that's just my new perspective, and I, I believe that. Like, I hate to say set in stone, but I'm starting to use that more. That might be set in stone, and they like no. Nope. Not letting you think that. Not letting you get settled into that thought process. All the way up until now, I was believing, like, you know, it can be changed. It could change later. I got to keep my eyes open. I got to keep my mind open. I got to stay woke. I got to stay woke. I got to stay ready for a word from God. If he say things change or he show me something differently, I got to be willing to switch that out. But I'm starting to feel like, I don't know, that might be really set in stone. That just might be true. Because that's what it's feeling like. And that's what I'm picking up on so many different levels. Like, you start tallying off the stuff. When you get all these different visions and you, all these different observations and you're still trying to figure out what's going on, they're trying to keep you from information. They're trying to hide stuff from you. they fighting you on different things. But you start picking up on stuff. And different things, you know, keep adding up and keep pointing back to the same direction. You start tallying it off. And that's one of the things that got most, one of the most tallies. Black or white, poor or rich, we all be headed for hell. That's just what it is. And you hear rich people saying a lot of times, like, they be saying, like, you judging me. Talk my soul, my soul to say, I'm going to hell faster. You don't know how many times people tell me you're going to hell for the lyrics that you put in your music, all this other stuff. And it's like, you going to hell too. I'm going to see you there. Or how many times you hear people say, you're going to hell, you're wicked. And they'd be like, see you there. And it's like, I used to think like, I used to think they was wicked for it. Because I used to think that honestly, the, the way they say it so casually, it really feel like, you know, hey, you may not be that bad. But now I feel like, God is showing me, like, the reason why you used to, like, kind of feel uneasy when people used to be like, see you there. Because I used to think, characters used to think that was the corniest comeback. But in reality, I feel like, but why it still be on my heart so much? Because it's something to see. And now I'm seeing, like, it's so much to get from that. Because if you can ever tell somebody to go to hell, when the Bible say don't ever... Tell somebody they're in danger of hellfire. You are, you are, you yourself are in danger of hellfire. 
First of all, if you can ever tell somebody go to hell, their response is see you there. I still think that's corny, but it's corny on both sides. And now I'm seeing it because it's like a lot of times I think people say go to hell and it's like just a metaphor. But no, they serious like go to hell. And it's like, think about it. You saying go to hell as if you know where you going for sure. And don't nobody know till judgment day where they going for sure. And you usually the people who say go to hell are the quickest to say go to hell are the ones who are actually going to hell. And then when people say see you there, it's like what they saying is no matter how bad you think I am, no matter who you think I am or what you think I'm doing in my life, how filthy you think that I am, you need to check how filthy you are. The Bible say that, you know, before you can get the speck out of your brother's eye, clear the plank from your own so you can see more clearly. And when you go on judgment day to see God, you're not asking about nobody else seeing just yours. So, yeah, going to hell going to be one of them. Telling somebody to go to hell going to be one of them. So, I just feel like, you know, it might seem like it's simple. Like, okay, what are you trying to get at? Like, obviously, all that stuff is known, but it's like, it's just, it's all coming to, to play into play now. All these different people that we think is all in the industry and it's all sick and it's all, you know, tainted and stuff. And it is. But I think that maybe maybe what I'm starting to realize is that, you know, this industry type thing is just in, you just start seeing more clearly the stuff that was already going on in the spirit. And you might say, no, that's not true, but I, I I I think it's true because industry or not, you know, maybe it's necessary when you're called for a higher purpose to start fighting these different things off in the spirit before you are a leader for millions of people because that's more like a king status in in a democratic society. When you have the influence of millions, but there's no so-called king or queens or kingdoms that you're, you're, you're kind of a king and a queen. You influence millions. You have a following of millions of different people that do and believe and support you. So that's that's sort of a kingdom. And so you have to start fighting different things in the spirit in order to be spiritually aware and right. And everybody's not going to be at the top. Everybody's not going to be the best. Everybody's not going to be so super noble and perfect and and 100% right but they going to have to be true to themselves no matter what and they're caught regardless so i'm just realizing like you know cuz i used to always grow up thinking like there's no way nobody gets to that point in life without being pure and pure with their intentions and and pure in heart and it's like, it's possible, but I just don't believe it. Like, something just, something tells me, like, that's God-given. That's a God-given blessing. But you get older and you start to think that that's naive because you see, like, it's all this satanic influence. And you think that, okay, it's not real talent that's getting you there, but you cheating. You cheating the system. And then while that's still possible, I still don't know if that's necessarily possible because especially when God is saying that, 
you know, Satan might be in everything, but God is in everything more. He's the almighty power. You cannot give Satan too much credit. And then you see them all thanking God for the positions that they're in. You know, if you really believe in God, not that you can't be the type of, you know, down-to-earth person to believe, like, God's not just going to strike you down at the sky every time you say or do something wrong. Because if that's the case, we wouldn't still exist here on this planet. But if you really believe in God and you sitting up there talking about God this and God that, when you know you don't got nothing to do with God, you don't have no fear. And God always showed me, or it's even in the Bible, it says that even the demons know that God is the almighty power and trembles. So how much more does he expect from you? So the people who are with Satan, you realize that they know who God is still. Probably even more sometimes than the people who claim to be with God. And when you know that, you know, throwing God's name around, you you probably, like, sometimes they will because, like, they, you know, maybe they're being sarcastic or they're trying to be funny or they're just that wicked where they're, like, snakes or whatever. But it's, like, still, you got an answer to that. And you know that. So... One thing I feel like I don't want to assume that they all aware and they they're not ignorant. Cuz the fact of the matter is that a lot of them still do be ignorant. They have fallen for they have fallen for the deception of Satan. Like a lot of us, like all of us. Cuz if you never fell for the deception of Satan, you may have never sinned in your life. So we all fell for the deception of Satan at one point in our lives. And it's a lot of them that still are underneath that. And so they'll say different things like this, God this and God that, thinking that it's funny or cute, not understanding the severity because God is not to be mocked. So that's still true, but it's just it's just so many different levels of it, I feel like. And I feel like God is just, you know, I just, it was a conversation I feel like was had today that was just like, you know, don't start believing like they not worse and that this not worse than a normal everyday life it is, you know, and I don't think, I don't know if I believe that. I think it's more just, it's a lot more clear. I don't want to say clear, it's still very confusing. It's a lot more exposed. When you know, you know. It's a lot more exposed than everyday life. Everyday life, we be under deception. We be very ignorant. We, a lot of times, are just like zombies. We have no clue how filthy we really are we go around judging everybody else you know controlled by the media controlled by the different things that we watch and we listen to as a mass we're being controlled and masses we're being controlled we run at the celebrities like and treat them like they're gods and we don't have no idea that they're just like us or we don't treat it like that we're idolizing different people 
But then when you are actually exposed to this industry, you find out that they're just like you everyday people. They do have this money. They do have this following and they may have come by it by however means that they have come by it. But when it comes down to it, all sin is equal to God and God is still in their lives, too. So for you to believe that they don't have God no more or there's no way that they pray there's no way that they have a relationship with god there's no way that they know him when they're doing stuff like this they're talking like that and all this other stuff they do they know god <laughs> they know him. and i'm finding that you almost have to be way closer to him because you're waking up you're seeing what's really going on in the spirit what's been there the whole time because i'm seeing stuff demons being exposed in the spirit from when i was a child being exposed now. So if I never would have came this way or went this route, they still would have been there. They still would have been there with or without all this attention, with or without all these different onlookers. But the thing about it is, maybe that's a personal experience for me. Or maybe this is just, you know, what happens when you start getting around the industry. And the thing about it is, I'm not even in the industry. I do sing, but I'm not making music. I'm not like recording tracks. I rap, but I don't really rap for a lot. I just do that for a hobby I used to, and I don't even really rap no more. I don't listen to secular music anymore. I only listen to gospel now. And all I do is pray. I'm really not looking for a spot in the industry for real, even though I've always felt destined. I have so many different talents. Even when I was five years old, it was revealed to me that I was born an actor i was born an actor but my grandmother was an actor and she did movies and everything and she was really successful before something horrible happened and she wound up having to go to jail for 14 years and then my uncle he was actually a famous actor but he died and right before he died he confessed to my dad that he sold his soul to the devil so, I know that this, these different demonic strongholds are on my family on both sides. You know, I would hear my auntie talking about when she was younger that her, her great-grandmother, she used to pray all day and all night. But she also felt like she used to put cast spells on other people and put curses on people. So... You can't be both. You cannot worship two guys. So it's on both sides. And all I know is this stuff was going to be here regardless whether I made it to the industry or not. This is part of my destiny. It's part of my destiny. Maybe it's just part of my walkthrough. Maybe I'm just passing through. Who knows what's going to happen. All I know is that this was here regardless, and with or without things happening this way, it still would have had to been exposed. And I don't know if the industry is about exposing all this stuff before you get in front of a bunch of different people because you are going to be a leader and you are responsible for these many different souls that look up to you or that follow you and support you, and this is just the process of that. Or, you know... They just meshed together and ended up matching up like that. It was going to have to happen at one point in my life with or without all this attention. It just ended up happening like this for me because this is just my story. I don't know. But I do know 
I'm doing my research. I'm seeing that other people are going through these different things too. They don't have as much of a battle that I'm facing. I feel that I'm facing and fighting millions of different people, but they want to sit up here and pretend as if this is not going on, this is not happening. They want to keep me from my destiny for whatever reason. And God is showing me that if it weren't for the attention that I'm getting and the different things that's happening on on the way, it wouldn't be this hard to be done by now. My family wouldn't be trying to stop me. They wouldn't be in my way. They would just want that for me. They wouldn't wouldn't care as much. So they're being paid to do this in a way. Or they just so jealous of a, a potential future that they think that I might have. They're standing in the way of that. But it's feel like it's being revealed to me that somebody is paying for that to happen. Because I heard them say earlier, they living off you. I'm like, how they living off me? I'm the one they always talk about so broke. I'm poor, right? I always knew I was spiritually rich, but my dad used to say he was spiritually rich. And if it running a family like that, then, you know, I was kind of looking at it like a Saul David type thing. Saul had this spiritual anointing and then it was taken off of him. and He was given the spirit of torment and evil. And then David was given the spirit of anointing. And maybe it got passed on from my father to me. But no, you know, I, I believe that, you know, he still feels spiritually rich. And so that maybe it runs in the family. And if that is the case, is my brother not spiritually rich? Is my mother not spiritually rich? Is my brother's... Are my fam- other other members in my family are spiritually rich, right? So where's their money? Why would they have to live off of me? That don't even make sense. But it do make sense when you realize that, you know, when I realize what's going on here. So I also heard another word earlier. And it was like, God has prophesied over your life and he is he's allowed he's 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 had you allow them to come and take whatever he had you allow them to come and take whatever because You're going to the next level. Everything's coming down. And you're about to get it back. So I my biggest question throughout this whole time, even though I trust God, was that if I had a kingdom that nobody ever knew where it was at but me and God, none of the demons I brought there ever got out to go tell anybody else in the in the prison that I bought that that God made for me in my castle for especially made for demons, He had just reassured me. No one could ever break. No one could, no demon could ever get out of because he made it. It's perfect. Right? So how did this demon witch come and burn my castle down and release these demons when God had just said to me, they are acting this way because time is counting down. It's almost time for you to give them to me and you hold them for me. And I was just telling these demons, I was just telling them, like, y'all are never getting out. So why would he have me tell them that? Because I don't lie in the spirit. I'm perfect. 
I don't tell no lies. So why would he let me tell them that and allow me to tell them that and, and that know that that's not true? But also, I knew my prophecy, too. So I don't understand that part. I couldn't understand that part. I just told them they're never getting out. And they were really starting to believe it. They kept saying, I promise you I'm getting out. I promise you I'm getting out. As time went past, they were just like, please let me out. Please, I'll do anything. And like really believing they're never getting out because it was true. God come down and I'm like, are they getting out? And God is like, no, they can never get out. That cell is impenetrable. I made it. And I'm like, of course, they can never get out of there. They're never getting out of there. But then this demon witch comes and burns down my castle and releases all these demons. And this is my life's work. And the thing about it is I'm already aware that when she comes to do this, that this means it's time. So with all that being said, then how how can both be true? How does it feel like it's lies being told? Because that means that it was a lie when I said they're never getting out because I knew that they already was. I knew that when they got out, that was part of the prophecy and that it was time for something to happen. But I, I was telling the truth when I said they're never getting out. But they did. And God was telling the truth when he said they can never get out. But then she comes and burns down the prison. So they did. And it could be burnt down. It could be penetrated. The, the prison could be destroyed and not by God. But this word that I got today, it was like God allowed you to let them do these things. So not even I could break through that prison cell. God said that specifically. But for the prophecy to be fulfilled, he allowed me to I don't know. I didn't lead her to it because I wasn't even there when she did it. I was out demon hunting and I came back to that. But she got what I'm what I'm getting from this word today was I let her. I let her find my kingdom. She would otherwise never. I let her burn down that prison. She would have otherwise never. God let her because I couldn't even let her. I couldn't burn down myself. Not that I ever would want to. But God let her. That's part of the prophecy. But. The frustrating part about it to me is like. I don't know. Like, obviously, I don't need to doubt God because I didn't doubt him then and I shouldn't doubt him now. Because if I am doubting him now, that is not me. That's Satan. Because spiritually, I am perfect. But I just get frustrated at how confident that they are that these things are. Like, they know the prophecy, too. You know the prophecy, too. You know how it's going to end. So why do you why why does it feel like they're always so so confident, even though I know that they're not? But it feels like so. What is the point? You know. What is your purpose? What is your point? And I don't know. 
I don't feel like it has anything to do with some guy, which is like they keep trying to push that narrative, and I'm just like, that's that's dead it. But then it's like, I keep hearing them say, so I keep saying, Jesus is my husband. Jesus, Jesus is, I'm in a relationship with Jesus. And earlier today, I thought about starting a date again. And when I thought about starting a date again, all I know is it felt like my whole healing process got put on hold. Because it felt like maybe Jesus felt like, oh, so you're going to start cheating on me. And I'm like, could, there's, could this really be God? Could this really be God? Because if it is God, how many wives do we have and how normal is this? Maybe I'm thinking of it in a perverted type of mindset because really we're all in relationship with God. Each and every single last one of us, really. But why does it feel like it's so different for me? Everybody's always saying, girl, he love you. And it's like, it's God. He love everybody. What do you mean? So I'm not special, right? But Still, all this has happened on such a level, it feels like I gotta be. And then I cannot deny or ignore what it felt like in the spirit when I when God dwelled above me at all times. It he did. He did speak to me in a manner where he's like so in love with me. But not in love in a way like head over heels type thing. I don't know. It was more like a I am so proud of my creation type of love. Like, you, you are perfect. I made you perfect type of love. Like the way he loved his angels, you know? I think, I don't know, different. But all I know is, It sometimes gets so hard to understand, like, what am I supposed to be doing here? And what's really supposed to happen here? And what, how do we move forward? How does this end? Because if there's a possibility that this can end other, in another way, not according to that prophecy, then how, of course, you know, how? God is never wrong. He never lies. But we do still have choices. Now I'm dealing with all these different things on such a spiritual level. Constantly being pulled and distracted from God. But it's only my fault if I let it happen. But at the same time, I feel like I am like, like I get so frustrated with God sometimes. I feel like he's not helping me like he, he sometimes does, but he's always there. And it feels like I'm upset with him right now, which is why I won't get up. Because I'm fighting so hard and it feels like, why can't you see how much I want this? Why does it feel like you are holding back from me? But God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The only people that change, the only things that change is this world, is in his world. So I cannot doubt him, but at the same time, it's like, it's either 
you know, that's not God. Which I can't say that that's not true. I feel like I know that's God. Or do I? Because I'm also reminded earlier of how when I got to a certain place in my worship, God had shown me that he is serious. He's not doing all this talking. So, all Satan can do is lie, but that doesn't mean that God ever leaves your side. He's always there with you. But the Bible says in Revelations that Satan was given a mouth to deceive. And I keep hearing myself say it's that it's because of her mouth. And then God is pointing me to in so many different times and revelations the whore of Babylon he says right there right there and I said me I'm the whore of Babylon and he doesn't necessarily say that I am but maybe he is speaking of the demon which that I have to battle so maybe this is revelations coming to pass or maybe revelations is metaphorical in each and every single last one of our lives we all have a revelation at different point in our lives where we have to break through when we are chosen and be raptured. And that's the that's when you're determined, when it's determined in your in your life which direction you're going in, whether you're choosing God or you're choosing Satan, whether you make it or not. And it's our own separate journey. It's not always a you know group thing. Or maybe it is a group thing because there's millions of people watching me and I don't understand how this could be personal. Well, it is personal, but only subject to me when all these other people are affected. But why would he give me so much responsibility with how irresponsible I am? So then it's like step up to the plate, stop being irresponsible. But I'm human. I'm flawed. Spiritually, I'm perfect, but my flesh is weak. Spirit is willing when the flesh is weak. I'm not what I should be. And... I'm tired of beating myself up about it. I am tired of that. Everybody around me, they get to do whatever they want and be however they want and be free and without responsibility necessarily. But they get to beat me up, beat me down and step on me. And keep me from my destiny. Why would God ever allow them to do that? And then it's my fault because I can't beat them all when they're not even supposed to be in my way. And I don't even know why somebody would want to keep me from this. I guess it's jealousy. But it's like, why would God let that happen? I guess to prove his power. But it's like, come on now. You're doing 100% of the work, but I'm still taking 100% of the blows. Like, well, I'm not. I know I can't possibly be taking 100% of the blows, but still. Like, I just woke up earlier today, and the only thing I could think about was how much longer I got. How much longer am I going to have to go through this? Because, God, I don't feel like I can survive another day, not another second of this. I am being tortured. 
and they don't get tired of torturing me. I don't understand why you leave me here like this. If you really do love me like they say you love me, then why can't? Why am I suffering like this? Why am I so hated by this world? I know that you have to face adversity to to be a friend of God is to be hated by this world. To be a friend of this world is to be hated by God. I understand that, Lord Jesus. But also at the same time, I understand that when everything is according to what you want it to be and on your page, that in your will, that you allow the world to love whoever it is that you have set in order and set in place. So why are you, why are you allowing them to hate me and reject me? And step on me and kick me around. How much more can I take? And I understand it's like nobody cares. Just do the work. And it's like this is what I'm saying. This is why I can't get back up. I'm starting to wonder if I'm even supposed to. Everybody around me get to say and do whatever they want. And it's not that I need to say and do whatever I want. But why should I be kicked around and stepped on so much without no, you know, room to feel my feelings so that I can let it out and so I can move forward. I can't even let it out or move forward. I'm being drove, driven crazy and I'm not supposed to let that happen, but it's like, I'm only human. They're so wicked. They all turned against me for money. They are trying to kill me every day. And they don't feel no sense of remorse. None. Why would God let this happen to me? I know I'm not supposed to still be on the why. Maybe that's hindering my personal growth or where I'm supposed to be. But I'm like... After all I made it through, God, would you really let me slip through your fingers? Would you truly let me lose or fail? Absolutely not, right? So why do I suffer so much? What am I supposed to do? I don't want to become a lazy person. I want to be, I want to be perfect in the flesh. I want to conquer my flesh just like my spirit. But I can't do that when people are in my way that's not even supposed to be in my way. And it's allowed. I got so many different people around me at every angle cheating, allowing things to happen to me because they are jealous. And I can't do nothing about it because there's nobody there to take my side but God. And they just allowed to do this stuff. And God is like, well, if you was doing what you were supposed to do, they wouldn't even be able to do this and they wouldn't even be able to do that. God, I'm not perfect. I'm tired. Why are you still letting this happen? You let people that you're supposed to send to protect and cover me. You're even letting them get away with stuff like that. That's not cool. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder, like, if I fail. If I fail this mission, am I supposed to fail? Is that possible? Is it possible for me to fail? If I fail, what happens? Because I'm 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 not replaceable. I'm not irreplaceable. I mean, and I feel like I even heard someone say earlier, "Never think you're irreplaceable."
I feel like God has been reminding me of that a few times. Not that I necessarily believe it because I'm so tired and sometimes I'm so weak I can't get up. And it's not nobody who feel I don't feel like there's nobody around who can do it. But you never know. When you're not there, what will get done? So I don't ever assume that, you know. But still, you know, who could do what I do? Who could take my place? For real. It's really only one me. But God can make something out of anybody. So I never want to feel like I'm bigger or greater than anything. It's all God. But it's like... Sometimes... And I don't want to be ungrateful. It feels like if I'm truly replaceable, God, then why are you allowing allowing me to kill myself? Replace me then because I'm tired. They can have this. And I know God says be careful what you wish for. And I try my best to be very careful too. So that means I must mean it when I say that. You know? I'm tired. It's not fair. I'm tired of being abused. I'm tired of being stepped on. And it's like, well, do something about it. It's like, do something about it. Do something about it that's not according to God's will. Do something about it that's not in the direction that God is calling me in. If that's the case, all of this is a waste of time, energy, effort. So I feel trapped. Because if I go to another direction and do something else, then what was the point of fighting this hard to get to this point? But then it's like, I hear, don't be afraid to start over. It's not that I'm afraid to start over. It's just that if I choose to start over, I'm not going to keep bouncing back and forth. I'm not coming back. I'm gone. That's it. So I don't know how to feel. I want to be sure. I want to be completely done with this situation before I say I'm done. But ain't that what got me here? Because I'm burnt out for wanting to push myself further than I knew I could go. Maybe I'm still doing it. I don't know what to do. I don't want them to be right about me and saying that I can't do it. God said, I know she will. Earlier, I heard him say it again. I know she will. But I'm, I remember just thinking, like, are you, God, I don't know if I will. And I don't know if that was, you know, some sort of reverse psychology or if God just knows that I will. He said I know. he knows that I will for the past five years now. And it's coming true. But it's like, I don't know what I got left in me. He does, but I'm just tired. And I'm not scared, but I'm just so upset with God because he let me go this far. He let him stand my way this much. I don't have this energy to give, but he's still requiring it. Just feel like a waste. The same people I'm willing to die for is willing to kill me every day. <sighs> 